Well, I want to speak on what I call the love test. And I trust that it will be such a tremendous blessing to your life. Before every blessing, there is always a testing. If you are going to be blessed by God or giving influence in life, God will test five things in your life. Number one, God will test your character. Number two, God will test your integrity. Number three, God will test your faithfulness. Number four, God will test your loyalty. Number five, God will test your truthfulness. In fact, let me add the last one. And number six, God will test your generosity. If God will give you power, or God will give you influence, or God will give you what you call a blessing, this will be the test for your life. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 3, New King James Version. The Bible says, The refining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. So when I want gold, gold is not tested in a refining pot. The refining pot is for what? The furnace, it is for what? It means that the level of my blessing is determined by the kind of stress test I go through. My blessing is, is what influences the challenges that I go through. The anointing on my head is what influences the attacks I endure. That's why the Bible says, count it all joy. Where you go through all manner of temptations or trials. He said, for the testing of your faith is for perseverance. He says that, but let patience have its full course. Can you imagine you are testing me and, and the, the testing of my faith must have its full course? He said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work That you may be perfect and complete Lacking nothing So when I don't want to lack anything There's a test of my faith My faith in God What I have come to believe That this is who God is And this is how he plays with me He says that it will be tested But the testing of my faith is for patience I will say But even the abortion must have its perfect course First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4, New Century Version. It says, but we speak that good news because God tested us and trusted us to do it. When we speak, we are not trying to please people, but God who tests our heart. When we preach the good news, we are not there to please people. He said this, look at King James. He said, but as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, the gospel has been entrusted. You have been, you've been called to be a steward of the gospel. And what does he say? He says that even so we speak not as pleasing men, but God who tests our heart. So when I'm preaching the gospel, it's not to please, please you. Because our sermons are not the same. Our appetites are not the same. Because our appetites are not the same, sir. What is important to me may not necessarily be important to you. But God brings all of us together so that somebody supplies a different grace. Turn to your neighbor and say, I don't know your assignment. But your assignment is so important. Stay in your assignment. He said, when we speak, we are not trying to please people. But God who tests 
our heart. When I turned 22, I was in the park praying and crying to God and said, the fathers are not teaching us. Lord, they are not. I was crying. And God said to me, so what will you do? Then I said, God, you can trust me. Whatever you will teach me, I covenant with you. You know my heart. I will not hide it from people. I will teach them. Paul said, I am made all things unto all men that I may win some. Your love for God must cause you to sacrifice everything, including your reputation to win a soul for God. You see, God tests us with stress before he trusts us with success. What would you do when you come under pressure? Would you still honor God with your tithe? Pastor, I'm going through financial crisis, so I'm not paying the tithe. Pastor, I use the tithe to, to, to pay my children's school fees. The stress was there to test the integrity of your heart. Would you still choose God? Or you, you live by your own strength? Because if 90% will not be able to take care of you, it's not the 10%. Because God will first test your stress level before he can release your success. What can you handle? You see, when you go through major change, you experience pressure. It is what you do when you are up under pressure that will define the next levels of your life. I love God. The moment there's, there's a choice between God and any other thing, you choose the thing. You don't love God though. God is a convenience store for you. God wants to test our heart. What is it that we love? Is it him or his material things? Are we using him just so we can get the money? But the money, he's just, he's just a transportation to what we want. He's not a person we want to have a relationship with. It's a test. Everybody listen to me. I am not the one you must please. The God of heaven. Because in your home, I am not there. Can God trust you to do the right things for him? In Daniel chapter 1 verse 3 to 8, we want to look at some things. The Bible says, Then the king instructed offspinners. The master of his Enoch to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles. Look at the people that the king is asking for. Young men in whom there was no blemish, but good looking, gifted like Amira, in all wisdom, possessing knowledge like Gloria, quick to understand like Nicholas, who has ability to serve in the king's palace like Abel, and whom they might teach. What are they going to do? They want to teach the people. What are they teaching them? The language and literature of the Chaldeans. So there's going to be a reorientation. There's going to be a repackaging so that they become fit for this new upper echelon experience of society that they are being introduced into it. They were going to be introduced into royalty and they must be noble people without blemish. Next verse. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank. Who drank the wine? Do you know who this king was? He was the greatest king of the earth at that time. This was King Artaxerxes. This was like the president of the United States of America. He was the one in control of the entire world. He was the most feared man. And the wine he drinks is the best wine. He says three years of training for them. So that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. So they were going through grooming. They were teaching them how to posture themselves, how to walk, how to drink wine. Now, from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel. Why? Look at it. They says, from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them, the chief of the Enoch gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach. And to Azariah, Abednego. When people begin to package you, be careful they don't package you out of God's will. They were packaging the people. Oh, man of God, your ministry is going global. 
dress like this and like that. Talk, you must come into a certain company. Learn to drink wine small. Because the fathers, some of them drink wine. So they are packaging you out of God's will. But Daniel! You see, he doesn't put his name that they gave him. But who? Purpose in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacy. Where did the answer come from? He made a decision in his heart. You must make a decision in your heart whether you will love God or not. Whether you live a holy life or not, it's a decision. Whether you be generous or not, it's a decision. Whether you be a person of integrity or not, it's a de- whether you be trustworthy or not, it's a decision. Four character qualities that Daniel and his friends has. Number one, he had integrity. It is called the food test. You see, the food test reveals the integrity of his heart. When Daniel chose not to eat the king's food, what he was saying was, you can't change my values no matter where I am. Daniel said, the food test, they gave them the king's meal. He said, no, I'm, I'm not eating. Daniel is saying, I am not going to be conformed to the society's value at the expense of my relationship with God. I would not compromise. If that would not bring me in certain circles, so be it. A lot of young men are joining societies, Masonic societies, Illuminatis, joining all kinds of things because they want to have a sense of belonging. If you're a lawyer, you must belong. If you want to be a businessman, you want to be a banker, you want to rise, you must belong. There is a God. And the Bible says it is he who approved kings and replaces kings. He enthrones kings and he lifts kings. God is the one who lifts people up. It is not Masonic. It is not society. Because God can give you a favor and an opportunity. One door, even those who don't like you, they will give you the contract before they realize that they've given it to you. We must dare to trust God by loving him and say, God, my love for you, even when it is tested, I will still not compromise on my values as a Christian. Then he's saying, I am going to honor God and hold on to his values irrespective of the environment in which I find myself. It may not be very nice, but I'm going to honor God. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. You will not have everybody to accept you. You must stand for what you believe in, to honor God with your life, and experience his transformation that comes with it. Close your eyes and pray. Everybody pray. It's a time for contemplative reflections. Think. What is important to you? The love test. I want to be transformed by God, not conformed by the environment in which I live in. Why would you want to please man? You want to please everybody in life. It will never work. You can never please Jesus said, woe unto you if all men say good things about you. Jesus said, for my sake, people will not like you. Would you choose God? Everybody pray. God. God. God, it's about you. It's about you. What I have is for you. My life is in your hands. You can take it today. Therefore, I choose you every day. I choose to honor you. I make a conscious, intentional effort to honor you. Everybody pray. Pray. That even in secret, you will not conform. You will honor God. When, when, when anything will come between you 
and choosing God, you will choose to honor him even in secret. That there is nothing you have that when God asks for it, you can't give him. You can't give him. God can give you things you have no idea. The things are there save money for. You don't need to save money. God will give it to you. I am a personal witness. Let's have your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.